What's up, shitheads? Balenciaga has a situation currently brewing that is bigger than their price tags. Balenciaga just did a holiday photo shoot for their new products, and the images are um, interesting to say the least, which led to Balenciaga being accused of promoting child abuse in their new ads. The images have since been taken down, but not before the internet got a hold of them. Now, first and foremost, if you listen to this podcast, you most likely listen to the sister station, The Sojo Files, and you know, season one, I covered the Duggar trial, and I believe that those who abuse children are a waste of our oxygen supply. And second, Whomever signed off on these images for Balenciaga is a dumbass. However, I have seen this all over social media, and there is some serious misinformation going on and being spread around. I am not, I repeat, I am not defending Balenciaga by any means because whomever came up with this ad should be fired, but there is some fact versus fuckery that we need to clear up, so let's get into it. The advertisements supported Balenciaga's new spring and summer 2023 collection, which debuted this fall at Paris Fashion Week. And in the images, you see two young girls posing with teddy bears that, well, appear to be wearing BDSM-styled clothes and harnesses. To be fair, there's one bear that we could argue is perhaps just in his emo stage, but the second bear's attire is undeniably BDSM attire. The images of the kids alone are enough cause for concern, but then it gets worse. There was also an image that featured a messy desk that very much resembles the current state of my desk, with papers and files spread across it and a purse that is strategically placed on top of the mess. And this is where the ad really took a turn as far as the social media backlash. Of all the papers spread out across the desk, there is only one that is words up And it is centered under the purse, which, of course, is the central focus of the ad. And when you zoom in, you can read pieces of that sheet of paper that are exposed and viewable. So of what is exposed and viewable, you catch phrases that are written like, it's not sexual enter, not actually have occurred, a reasonable viewer, in that conduct on, speech coalition, visual depiction of, Although the sexual must involve actual, the change eliminates any pornography of sex between and covered by the term. And that's just a few of the lines and words that are visible when you zoom in on this image. And it makes it pretty obvious that the paper appears to be an excerpt from the U.S. Supreme Court case Ashcroft v. The Free Speech Coalition. If you are not familiar with the case Ashcraft v. the Free Speech Coalition, which I don't blame you because most people are probably not, here are the facts of the case. Prior to 1996, child pornography was defined by the 1982 case New York v. Ferber, which held that states could outlaw child pornography without violating the First Amendment. 
part of the court's reasoning was that child pornography always involved the exploitation of a minor. And I just want to add a little side note here before anyone thinks they're going to come for me that I am using the term child pornography instead of child sexual assault material because that is the correct legal terminology as it applies to what we're talking about. So I know that everyone, for the most part, prefers the term child sexual assault material, but the correct legal terminology is child pornography, and so I will be using it while I discuss all of the legal tidbits that apply to the Balenciaga situation. In 1996, Congress passed the Child Pornography Prevention Act of 1996, also referred to as CPPA. And the CPPA extended the 1982 Ferber definition to additionally prohibit any visual depiction, including any photograph, film, video, picture, or computer, or computer-generated image or picture that is or appears to be of a minor engaging in sexually explicit conduct and any sexually explicit image that is advertised, promoted, presented, described, or distributed in such a manner that conveys the impression it depicts a minor engaging in sexually explicit conduct. The Free Speech Coalition, an adult entertainment trade association, and others filed suit alleging that the appears to be and conveys the impression provisions are overbroad and vague and thus restrain works otherwise protected by the First Amendment, and the court agreed with their reasoning, overturning the CPPA and returning the definition back to how it was under Ferber. In short, the CPPA was deemed to be too broad as it was written, and the court ruled that the act, with its 15-year first offense penalty, would have a chilling effect on speech and could not be supported under the First Amendment. Among other things, the court found, and I'm quoting, a number of acclaimed movies filmed without any child actors explored themes within the wide sweep of the statute's prohibitions. If those movies contained a single graphic depiction of sexual activity within the statutory definition, their possessor would be subject to severe punishment without inquiry into the literary value of the work. Any depiction of sexually explicit activity, no matter how it is presented, is prescribed. The CPPA applies to a picture in a psychology manual as well as a movie depicting the horrors of sexual abuse. Now, that's the legalese, the legal language. But let me break it down for y'all in terms that normal people speak and understand. Under the CPPA, things like McLovin getting laid in Superbad, Regina George hooking up with her boyfriend in Mean Girls, Hilary Duff kissing Chad Michael McMurray in a Cinderella story, tons of scenes from Game of Thrones, could have all been illegal. Why? 
Because all of those scenes were actors, though they were of age, portraying minors involved in sexual conduct. I mean, just in the Superbad trailer alone, you have a clip of the guys watching porn on a computer and Seth pretending to masturbate into a measuring cup, all of which could have been illegal under the 1996 Act. Not only that, but under the Act, all of the DVDs we own of those movies or shows could have also been illegal and subject to the same 15-year first offense sentence. And the court held that the CPPA went so far as to potentially outlaw pictures in medical textbooks. I know this ruling could easily be taken out of context, and it is, especially without legal understanding and further review. And that's part of the problem right now, because there are people that are clearly lacking an understanding of what Ashcraft v. the Free Speech Coalition actually means and actually did, and it's causing for misinformation to be circulated on social media right now in this Balenciaga situation. The 1996 Act, which, while it was very well-intended, in my opinion, did take some aspects too far, and I also know that trash humans— manipulate things originated with the best of intentions into something disgusting for their benefit, and they will continue to do so for the entirety of mankind because they're just piece-of-shit people. However, I want to stress that the legal opinion in this case is not protecting child pornography. I repeat, the legal opinion and outcome of this case is not protecting nor intended to protect child pornography. It is merely revising the 1996 Act and reverting the definition of that to the previous court ruling. As I just stated a second ago, of course, there are going to be disgusting and deplorable humans that abuse things that were put in place for the right reasons, and they manipulate it for their bad reasons, and that is a fact of life, and that is going to continue to be an unfortunate fact of life. Very often, these cases involving the First Amendment are seen as the court being evil and nefarious. That is a very common thing surrounding cases involving the First Amendment, but in the court's words, and I'm going to read them because I think they're crucial, First Amendment freedoms are most in danger When the government seeks to control thought or to justify its laws for that impermissible end, the right to think is the beginning of freedom, and speech must be protected from the government because speech is the beginning of thought. Again, none of that is to be misconstrued as condoning child abuse. One thing that this country can agree on is that child abusers are the worst of the worst. Even people in prison agree that child abusers are the worst of the worst. And nobody is condoning child abuse except the people that perpetrate it. However, it's abundantly clear that the meaning and ruling of this case is being misrepresented online as one that is condoning child abuse. And again, it is not. But I digress. Balenciaga 
issued a statement considering the backlash that they received for obvious reasons that stated, we sincerely apologize for any offense our holiday campaign might have caused. Our plush bear bags should not have been featured with children in this campaign. We have immediately removed the campaign from all platforms. We apologize for displaying unsettling documents in our campaign. We take this matter very seriously and are taking legal action against the parties responsible for creating the set and including unapproved items for our Spring 23 campaign photo shoot. We strongly condemn abuse of children in any form. We stand for children's safety and well-being. The photographer, Gabrielle Gallimberti, released a statement on social media saying, Following the hundreds of hate emails and messages I received as a result of the photos I took for the Balenciaga campaign, I feel compelled to make this statement. I am not in a position to comment Balenciaga's choices, but I must stress that I was not entitled in whatsoever manner to neither choose the products nor the models nor the combination of the same. As a photographer, I was only and solely requested to lit the given scene and take the shots according to my signature style. As usual for a commercial shooting, the direction of the campaign and the choice of the objects displayed are not in the hands of the photographer. I suspect that any person prone to pedophilia searches on the web and has unfortunately a too easy access to images completely different than mine absolutely explicit in their awful content. Lynching like these are addressed against wrong targets and distract from the real problem and criminals. Also, I have no connection with the photo where a Supreme Court document appears. That one was taken in another set by other people and was falsely associated with my photos. The main takeaway from this situation is the court case itself is widely misunderstood and misrepresented online as protecting child abuse, which it is not. The second takeaway is why the fuck was this even featured in the ad? Someone clearly signed off on these images, and it's bad enough they signed off on the kids holding BDSM bears, but as if that was not bad enough, they incorporated this court doc as if it was some kind of wink-wink, nudge-nudge type of ordeal. I'm not sure what type of statement that someone was trying to make by incorporating this doc, Was it an Easter egg added to get attention in some failed marketing ploy? Was it a rogue employee from the marketing team trying to sneak in a big fuck you to the Balenciaga brand? Or did someone sneak it in as a silent complaint about the images of children holding BDSM bears? I don't know. I have no idea, but it's a situation. And on that note, I'll see you all on the next episode.